fucking gross. Ooh. My dude. Oh, Lord. Oh, sorry, what? Huh? My, my Lord, what do, <laughs> what do we run into here? It's quite smoky outside. My, my Lord. I always start over here, but then I feel like I always. But then end up you always rotating, end up over here. So I look at you. So I'm just gonna start over here this time. But then, okay. Ugh, then the table. Ugh. But then just move closer, but stay facing that way. No. Okay. No. No yourself. Are you recording? Yeah, recording. Good. Sweet, it's red. Welcome to the No Podcast. I'm Brian Lewis. I'm Julie Wright. You gotta say it louder. I'm Julie Wright. Perfect. And today, we're going to be talking about our top ten favorite movies. We're going to be a little, little yeah, a little, little lighter today. We, <laughs> I feel like I was going to say, oh, this might be a shorter episode, but I nope. feel like we're going to talk about for a solid 15 minutes on each movie. <laughs> okay, you are. I am. Okay, fair enough. I am. Um... Yeah, we skipped last week just because, uh, screw it. Fuck it. We don't, do, we don't have any responsibilities. On, we don't owe you shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Except, also, we love you. Please Please listen to our please podcast. Please listen to our mom. Please subscribe to us and follow us on Instagram and like all of our posts. Please, 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 please. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you, bye. podcast um yeah we're gonna talk about movies today but first of all how was your week <laughs> damn it <laughs> first <laughs> actually first but actually how was your week how was your last how two was weeks my last two weeks or like oh, damn. i guess a week and a half because we i feel like nothing Sunday. overly exciting happened we went kayaking that we were skipping. <laughs> you got mad at me for mentioning it in the last podcast. You're like, we'll mention it in the next podcast. And then we <laughs> skipped that week. So two weeks ago, we went kayaking. That was fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. That's something that I wish we did more. I agree, but also they're very heavy and I don't want to carry them. <laughs> Ever yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, my parents specifically own some handmade fiberglass very large they're so heavy they're not that okay honestly if it was like me and say kelly i would have no problem carrying that kayak from my parents house down to the water yeah if it was you and kelly that would be fine after we were done kayaking i could barely carry it like 10 feet up the little it's awful just because like each end just has like this little rope and it like just like cuts off the circulation in your hand entirely and it's just the worst and it's also hard because like when you first get out of the water, you have to like lift it over the rocks and stuff, and like, I, yeah, I can mean, I can yeah. barely hold it with like my arm extended all the way. Like, <laughs> fair enough. Um, but yeah, we went kayaking. It was a lot of fun. The water was really nice. Um, mm-hmm. It was it smoky then. It wasn't no. smoky, was it? Oh, it, it was. It so just nice. got smoky like a week ago, maybe like on the weekend or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was fun, and then uh, work was work. I did work things. I worked. I've been painting a Same lot of work. One I, more time. Work. 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 Um, I've been painting a lot of miniatures. I've been doing a lot of D and D stuff. You haven't been, but I oh, have. Oh yeah, last time we said we would talk about D and D. This time, I don't think we said we were going to talk. We just wanted to talk about it soon. We'll talk about D and D soon. 
later. But yeah, I've been painting a lot of miniatures, buying some brushes and paints, doing that kind of stuff. My One of my roommates specifically um, has just discovered Warhammer. And so he has bought probably upwards of like 60, 70 miniatures. So, so much. Like so, so much. Many. And he's just like, he's trying to push himself through the process of painting them all. And for those who don't know, Warhammer is like a strategic... Uh, uh, a strategic know. like um, army game like you essentially you you buy these miniatures that are unassembled and then you glue them together you paint them to like whatever colors you want so you have like your army and then like all the different types of miniatures have stats and you have like these battles on these like battlefields you make on like a big table it's um, really nerdy it's super nerdy like yeah, it's that game. Anytime you walked by like a, a like a nerd shop of some kind, and you saw a bunch of guys around a table with all these like plastic figurines. It was probably Warhammer that you were looking at. <laughs> um, yeah, we were doing that, and then and then yeah, and then BC, our province, is in the state of emergency right now Woo. for that good old smoke. Smoke boy, where is smoke boy? Um, most of our viewers, I assume, are probably also in British Columbia as of right now, but. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, because of uh, global warming, um, our forests and stuff gets super dry uh, this time of year, especially like late July to the beginning of September, essentially. Yeah. Um, and we get a lot of forest fires. And there aren't a lot. We do get some sometimes close to the city, but it's less that and it's more in the interior. And then it's the smoke coming in from the interior and making yes. our air gross. We currently have the worst air quality in North America wow. right now. Which is surprising because I feel like California should be worse because it's hotter down there. Yeah. But apparently we're, we might just have more forest up here. Yes. We're like less. I think so. Because there's less population, there's more undeveloped yeah, land they have, or more undeveloped land. They have land. like way more city to land ratio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and this has been a norm for like only like three years, maybe. Last year. Or four year years was ago, really maybe. Bad. Was it last I, year and then we had a good year and then it was the year before that that was like the first time we had like the, we like woke up and the sky was orange and we were like, what the fuck? Yes. I feel like that was four years ago. Yeah. Wait. No, three. No, it was three years ago because I was here. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's <laughs> been it's been pretty, pretty recent that the smoke thing is a thing. And unfortunately, like we, you know, we have to do our best to avoid throwing cigarette butts out the window and dry grass and things like that. But the reality is, is that a lot of it actually is just simply global warming because our temperatures get so high now that our forests dry out so fast and it gets so dry. And then it's just lightning. It's just natural yeah. causes that cause the fires. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the time, I think in the interior during lightning storms, it doesn't rain. No, yeah, it's just it's just like all this heat. I, I can't remember how exactly it works, but it's just a lot of static going on, and then yeah. like these clouds get really full of energy and just, just yeah. come right down without it having to rain, and it just yeah, it's pretty crazy. So that sucks. Yeah. So this is gonna be a norm until we do something about it, and I think Canada is like doing their best, but unfortunately, the rest of the world's gotta help too. Trump. Yeah, Trump. Looking at you, man. This is only your fault. <laughs> what? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah, it's his fault. Um, how was your week, sweetie? That was my, well, that was my two weeks, and that was all the exciting stuff that happened. It did rain on the weekend. I was going to mention that. It did rain on the weekend, which was quite nice. It got good. cloudy and it rained yeah. a little bit, but yeah. 
Uh, my week, my two weeks were good. I worked and did nothing except we saw Jack White, uh, like four days ago. Oh yeah. And it was sick as fuck. Can we talk about that for a second? Cause that was so much fun. It was amazing and beautiful. And he's a beautiful boy. That was your second Stadium Rock concert, correct? Your first one was Dave Matthews. Yes. Yes, it was. Now, bias aside on the fact that you're in love with Dave Matthews, which mm-hmm. concert do you think was like a more fun experience? Well, Jack White was more high energy, mm. and Dave Matthews was a lot more chill. Yeah. But it's good because when we saw dave matthews i was in a more chill mood and when we saw jack white i was in a more hyper mood okay so both were equally good i just have a really tough time enjoying chill music in stadiums i just like don't really like it i get it you hate dave matthews we're no i don't hate dave, I don't i don't hate dave matthews <laughs> um no i just find that like stadiums like it always makes the music really loud no matter what the genre yeah so like you have like this super chill acoustic music hitting your ears but it's like (laughs) breaking your eardrum and you're like why (laughs) this shouldn't be the the case and then it's just like the environment combined with the type of music like i'm in like this concrete that's fair dome with like a cheap cheap beer that cost me ten dollars in my hand and it's just like the atmosphere just doesn't suit like acoustic music or not acoustic music but chill music yeah dave matthews always plays like the gorge down in the states which is like outdoors and i feel like he would do really well at deer lake park or something yeah like doing things like the grand opry or like like that also his audience is a lot older most of the time this is true so they like want to be inside they want to sit down and they want to have like food and drinks available to them and they're like fine with that yeah i feel like park venues are not so great for older yeah older generations which is fair but I don't think Dave Matthews fans are that old. Like, I've been to a Rush concert. Now, those... <laughs> those people are old. Uh, but no, on Jack White, though, uh, I was... I'm not a... I'm usually... At this point in my life, I'm usually, like... I set the bar very low for stadium concerts because you're always just, like, you're so far away. And, like, it's mm-hmm. a very... It's usually a very rehearsed show. Um, even though that's, like, not Jack White's thing. Yeah. Um I always kind of just like put the bar a little lower as opposed to being at like a smaller venue or a nicer yeah. venue. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. He had so much energy. I think his set list was killer. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't stand, understand anything that he was saying into the mic. <laughs> yeah, because like I, I, it, that was a combination of it being in the stadium, but also just Jack White's vocals. Like, yeah. It's very it just disappears. Yeah. But something that I thought was really cool mm-hmm. is that he had three microphones on stage. Mm-hmm. And the middle one was just like a normal microphone. Yeah. And the other two had different effects. Yeah. On them, one of them, the effects cool. was changing throughout. Yeah, the, the one show. on his left. But I think for the most part, it was like the one on the right was like a harmonica mic. It yeah. like distorted his voice, which is very common for Jack White. And then the other one had like some kind of like intense delay effect or something yeah. like that, so he could like he could like screech into it and then it'd go like. Ah! It was yeah. like really, really cool. It was really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since, for me, if I really like the album and the way they do that on the album, a lot of the times it is like studio effects 
the way they get that sound mm, yeah, and it's yeah. hard to do live yeah so like I'm a lot always, of the time having those effects on vocals especially vocals specifically it's hard to then replicate them for I'm live i'm always yeah. like really skeptical about like i don't know if i'm gonna like this song live but no. he like really delivered and his drummer was amazing his drummer has always been amazing uh, like no matter his his stage players in general are so good and again i would like yeah it's one of those things where, like, I was saying this to you the day of, too. Like, Jack White always gets, I feel like he gets criticized a lot as being, like, not really a technical guitar player. He's a good guitar player, but he's not, like, a, he's not going to be compared to, like, jazz musicians, for instance, right? Yeah. Like, he's known for his, like, creativity and his, like, sound design yeah. and his, like, energy and attitude. Yeah. He's a, he's a rock star. He's a rock star. He's not, <laughs> he's not some virtuoso player, but he means. Yeah. But then every time I see his stage musicians play... They're insane. Like, they're, like, crazy crazy level of instrument playing. And I'm very curious as to what his, like, auditioning process is. (laughs) Like, what, like, how does he know who to hire? Like, that's, it's just very interesting to me. I'm sure he has, like, at this point, he probably has a whole group of people that that helps him, but still. Um, But, yeah, and I think the one other cool thing to note uh, about that concert, so Jack White, for this whole tour he's on, um for those who don't know he's like he's super against using phones to like record and like take photos and stuff during a concert mm-hmm. he really likes to get that connection with the audience he's like put your phones away so when i saw him four years ago mm-hmm. four or five years ago at deer lake park um he had someone come on stage there was like a note sent to us via email before but then they had someone come on stage before the show being like hey guys like put your phones away like just like enjoy the concert blah blah and it for the most part it worked mm-hmm. um i think i even had my phone at the beginning and took like one photo as he walked on stage and i think that's what most people did and then they put their phones away yeah and you could see like the odd person in the crowd feeling like really guilty like they're like <laughs> shrugging and like holding their phone up trying to film something um but this time yeah, I'm totally blanking on the comp- name of the company. It's like with a Y. Yegder or something. Um, but he teamed up with this company that essentially was part of the security check when you went into the stadium that locked your phone away, um, which is very interesting. And I, they didn't like take your phone and put it in a lock or anything. Yeah, like it was a little in a little pouch that you kept on your person. Yeah, it was really interesting. There were these very thin gray and green pouches mm-hmm. with a little like magnet pin lock or something and it so they would like, just put your phone like in and clamp it was like the security tag on clothes yeah exactly it was very and they just like they put it in there and then they hand it back to you and then essentially if you wanted to use your phone they had stations set up out in the foyer or lobby or whatever yeah. um to unlock your phone to use it if you needed to mm-hmm. um but if not they were just going to undo it at the end of the show yeah. and i thought it worked really well yeah. I'm sure not a lot, of, not a lot of people were happy with it, but... And it was really cool because other than that concert, I would have never been able to see, like, people with their lighters. Mm-hmm. Like, because he played, like, a couple of slow songs where it was just him. Yeah. And people had their lighters out and, like, it was it was so cool. Yeah. It was very funny to see the, like, the lack of light though during those songs so like not very many people had lighters <laughs> yeah. but like you could see them though and it's it, very funny it, it was also a little bit distracting having the sound booth and the light booth with the led screens oh really yeah. i noticed those anyway i i'm like that's pretty normal for rock i would know i would shows. notice them anyways but they're a lot less noticeable when most people have their phones out 
but okay, yeah. at the Jack White concert, like my eyes were drawn to them a lot, and I uh, found myself like just like staring at it. I was looking at them simply because of obviously my career, so yes, I was just, like yeah. looking at them and just like investigating. Which, by the way, their board was huge. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely giant. Crazy. I also didn't really understand what was going on because, like, I remember while we were waiting for Jack White to come on, and they just had music playing. Yeah. So many of their meters were going up, and I'm like, <laughs> what? What's playing? What What are they testing right now? It's just very interesting. I was trying to figure it all out. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I even noticed that with my phone locked away, because it was less, in my opinion, it was less about pulling my phone out and like taking photos or recording. Mm-hmm. It was less just checking my phone. Like I wasn't going into my pocket, pulling my phone out and going, oh, that's what the time is. Or, oh, someone text me or like whatever. Like, that was the thing that changed that experience for me. Oh. Like, I just, like, every time I, w- I went to go do it, I was like, oh, I can't. My phone is locked up in this thing and in my, my jacket pocket. I'm just going to keep watching the show. And then about maybe halfway through the show, I had stopped trying to check my phone. <laughs> right? Like, at first, I kept, like, thinking about, like, grabbing my phone out of my pocket. But then, like, yeah, about halfway through the show, I was like, oh, no, I, no keep watching. And I felt myself being more... Um, enthralled or focused like on, the, on the on the on the concert. I I don't really check my phone during concerts. So I... Well, look at you! Aren't you just better than all of us? Yes, I am. <clears throat> That's true. What? Someone's at our door. Yeah, probably delivery. Who's delivering stuff? Yeah, see, it's Canada Post. It's fine. Pizza. No, oh, Canada Post does not deliver pizza. pizza. Okay, so. That was our that was our weeks. That, <laughs> music jokes. So those are our weeks. Um, now to get on to the the meat and potatoes, as some may say. The potatoes and more potatoes, and more. as others might. We say. We each have our top. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have ten movies for top movies, and I have we have one that we've chosen as like a. A movie that everyone else seems to, like, always rave about or talk about or really like, and, like, we just don't really care for it at all. But we'll save it to the end. Yes. Yes. Are we doing, like, I do one movie, you do one movie, yeah. or I do all of my ten? I think we, we'll go back and forth. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we just felt that this would be fun. I think uh, uh, we just want to do, like, a nice late-hired episode. But um, we didn't do them in any order. I did not do mine in any yeah, order. No. I might tell mine in a certain order, but, like, yeah, I just, like, these are 10 movies I like. And just I'll very briefly explain, like, why I like them, them, like, why I chose it. And then, uh, yeah, there you go. When I, I had a really tough time with this. I had a really tough time with this. But you spent, like, three minutes on it. I, yeah, but I was hoping to just, like, well, because originally we were just doing top five, and I couldn't even, like, pick my top five. And I was trying to pick those movies where... I was trying to pick movies where if I'm ever in that mood, I'm just like, man, I just want to watch a movie. I want to watch a movie I know I like. Like, I was trying to think of those movies that, like, I, I have seen, like, a million times. And I would always, like, if anyone was ever like, hey, do you want to watch this movie? And I'd be like, yes, done. Like, let's do it right now. Like, movies that I like, if I was sick at home, like, these are the movies I'd watch. Like, that's how I was trying to decide what movies these were. Uh, okay, okay. Not, not all of them, but at least, yeah. like, a good portion of them. And so, like, I had, like, two. And then I was like, maybe, there was, like, a third one where I was like, maybe. And then, like, I just, like, couldn't <laughs> get any more. Um, but that's kind of like my idea. And I think I was also trying to be as diverse as possible. And like I ha- I had had those three movies in my head and they're like all the same kind of movie. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm the worst ever. Um, but uh, you, you go first. You, you start. 
Okay, so the first movie on my list is Die Hard. Shocking. Super shocking. What's next on Die Hard 2? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> why, why Die Hard? Um, well, first of all, I want Bruce Willis to be my father. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's the man of my dreams, but not in a romantic way. <laughs> and... You have a very large uh, selection of those kind of men, by the way. Oh, my god! Isn't gosh. Terry Crews also on that list? Yes. <laughs> I just wanted to be related to be cool people. I just want to, I just want to be I related. Cool. I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a classic. It's just a good old Christmas good feeling movie. Good feeling, definitely yeah. good feeling. And also, like they're they're quite they're older. Mm-hmm. So, you mean I, all the diehards. Well, like specifically the first one. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Um, so when I was little, my sisters used to watch them watched them and i remember very distinctly when ev- when i first started drinking coffee and i would go get coffee for my sisters or I'd make coffee for my sisters i was like how much cream do you want they're like put cream in until it looks like the color of bruce willis's face as the end of dyer's <laughs> one and i said okay and that's the only way i knew how to make their coffee properly amazing and they're like and two it. and two sugars and i'm like okay <laughs> Dahar was also like a little bit of a of a Christmas tradition for you guys too, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Your diehard was my Muppets Christmas Carol. Which ugh. What? What? Nothing. <sighs> Julie has a problem with the Muppets. Uh, feel free to leave your comments below. It's because I didn't grow up with them. They're just yeah, weird. Okay. I don't understand. My first one. There we go. Uh, no. this one's pretty obvious. I'm just gonna get out of the way. Uh, I just kinda threw all these into the same thing. The original Star, Star Wars, Wars trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I don't want to go into huge detail because, like, I could. We'll probably do a fucking whole episode on like our favorite trilogies or on Star Wars or some shit. I don't know. Because you can talk about Star Wars for days. Yes. Um, but no, Star days. Star Wars has like a a very specifically special place in my heart. Um, uh, a lot of people, I think, assume because of my age that I'm like a prequel boy that I like love the the <laughs> the prequels and that's like what I grew up on and like the original trilogy are just like the 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 predecessors of those ones mm. um but no when i was like super young uh, my dad was like essentially a stay-at-home dad and like any time again like we didn't know what to do it was a rainy day we wanted to watch a movie my dad owned both the indiana jones trilogy and the star wars trilogy in like their vhs box sets <laughs> and so like i'm pretty sure my dad still has those vhs's yeah because they're like so iconic um so yeah i just like i've watched a new hope Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, like just like a million times. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just love those movies a lot. A lot, 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 lot, Yeah. Cool. My next movie is The Cat Returns. Studio Ghibli, right? Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Nice. It is... It's either the first or second Studio Ghibli movie I watched. And... I remember my sister Tara used to babysit me and we would walk to Blockbuster every time she babysat me and get that movie and walk home and watch it. And it's just like very fantastical and like mm-hmm. it just it's just cute. You just like love Studio Ghibli and like it's one of the like original original ones that you <laughs> you've watched. Yes. That kind of yeah. 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 So I it almost has, like I almost, that nostalgia yeah. factor as well. 
I almost put a Studio Ghibli film on my list, um, but like I have not really okay. absorbed Studio Ghibli until more recently. Mm. But I just like, I just wanted to like shout out to Studio Ghibli because they just like they're they're just all great. Like I don't think I could pick a favorite. <laughs> there is one specifically that I really like because it's like the most sci-fi one, which is Return to or no, was it? We we watched it. The what? one with the um, oh something Nautica or like. Uh, Nautica of the Valley of the Wind? Yeah, yeah, that one. That's like my favorite one, I think. Um, but yeah, I just think Studio Ghibli is just very beautiful. All the movies are great. Fantastic. Yep. And they, there's like a certain feeling to all of their movies, and I can't pin it down, but I love it. Well, uh, what was it Sean said the other day? He said that Studio Ghibli is the best at romanticizing the little things, like just like the day-to-day stuff. Yeah. Like, that's just all it is, right? It's just, like, making the most mundane shit super beautiful. Like, for me, I don't know why, but there was this one day, and I watched a Studio Ghibli movie, like, a couple days earlier, and then I, like, went to the grocery store, and my whole day was, like, really calm, and I just, like, was picking out things, and I, like, got home and, like, made spaghetti or something, and I was like, I feel like I'm a Studio Ghibli movie yeah like it yeah that's like my ideal day a day that's not really like my perfect day has nothing special happening in that day it's mm-hmm. just that everything just feels feels nice yeah and calming and just like it, fe- it feels like like moving through water yeah yeah exactly um uh, my next movie okay go um I'm, I'm now realizing that i actually have quite a few like more recent films on my list oh and i think it's because i'm developing my my movie taste, <laughs> and so I've picked a lot of favorites recently. Uh, this one uh, is about time. Oh shit! Did you pick that one too? No. Okay. Um, but yeah. I was thinking about it. Yeah, about time. Uh, I think it's just like, I think it's a great movie because it just has like a little bit of everything. Like it, it like a lot happens in that film. Yes. But it doesn't feel like it's a rushed film because like the point of the film is that like, I don't know, like life just kind of like, like there's just a lot of stuff that happens and like you have to do your best or whatever. I always cry every single time I watch that fucking movie. It's like the only movie I always cry to. Yeah. And I think it's specifically because like Bill Nye, like my grandfather looks a little bit like Bill Nye or Bill Nye looks a lot like my grandfather. Yeah. And so there's, like, even an extra connection there where, like, you go through that whole scene with them, and I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I just think it's a really fun movie. I love Donald Oh, yeah. Gleason this po- and Bishop this podcast is a whole bunch of spoilers. Like, oh, yeah, there's I was going to no, say that there's, there's no... You, there's spoilers, you, yeah. yeah. If you, you hear just... me say movie title and you don't want anything spoiled, leave. Let's go away. But already too late, sorry. Like, I hope you saw about time. Yeah, love you. <laughs> But yeah, about time. I think it's a lot of fun. I also just like I I automatically get charmed more by English actors. Yeah, it's just a thing. Yeah, like if you took the same actor but in one movie they had an English accent and the other one they didn't, I'd automatically like the one with the English accent. Yeah, discuss. Next, you go. Uh, okay, me. Um, Amelie. The French Amelie. I've never movie. seen that one. Um, I can't. I can't, what? I can't hear <laughs> that name without hearing Justin McElroy's fucking voice in my head. Where have I not told you about this? No. Oh my god! There was like I can't remember what the reference is, but there was a Bim Bam episode. Yeah. Where I think it was either the person who was asking the questions' name was Emily. Yeah. Or it was like a guy talking about a crush named Emily. Yeah. 
to be honest, I don't even know if it was that either. I almost want to think like they actually were giving the person a name. Like, oh, they just, just like, like, like yeah, this girl. Uh, let's call her Emily. But yeah, Justin just he goes he goes Emily, <laughs> Emily, Emily. Emily? Emily? I love my name. Like, he does, like, this weird, like, soft... My name is Emily. How are you? Hi, I am Emily. And holy shit, it's so funny. So every time someone's like, man, have you seen Emily? Immediately in my head goes, Emily? Emily? <laughs> you should go, oh, Emily. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that movie. Emily? <laughs> but anyways, um... continue. I've never seen it. Uh, yeah, that one I also, I think, watched with Tara, and we watched it in French class, which I had been taking since, like, grade five. Your older sister was in your French class? I said, and we watched it in French class. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. You're gonna see my list. Don't look. You're gonna see... Look at mine. You moved over here. <sighs> well, okay, yeah, it's good. You just like it? Nothing specific? It's just yeah, I, well, I really like the soundtrack, and it also gives gives me kind of the same feel as the studio gave me. That movie, that movie is in French, right? It's like a French yes. movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, my next one. Okay. This one might be a little surprising. Maybe not. Uh, one Woman. Hell yeah. And I think, to be completely honest, I don't know if it has anything to do with the movie itself. <laughs> Other than that, I was just like, I've never been, like, I've watched all the Marvel films. I've yeah. watched almost any other large superhero film. Yeah. Um, that have come out since, like, the old Tim Burton Batmans, I guess, essentially. Yeah. And I've almost never been more hyped than I was with Wonder Woman. <laughs> Simply because I was very excited to see a Wonder Woman on the screen. I was excited to see a uh, a a woman superhero get like a really cool movie. Mm-hmm. Um I also just think Gal Gadot just like killed it. Yeah, I think she's she such a good Wonder it. Woman. Like I heard a lot of people complain about it, but I think she just like killed it. I think she I think she hit like the badassery as well as like this kind of like awkward, like not used to regular human civilization character. Like yeah. all like I just did it so good. She was that very like I'm a strong, independent woman, and like fuck all y'all. Like she just did such a good job at all yeah. of it, um, and I like can't help but just feel so hyped every time I watch that movie. Yeah, I, I've only seen it like two, two, maybe three times. Yeah, I think we saw it once in theaters and once on Blu-ray or something. Yeah, um, but yeah, and I just think it's cool, and I also think it's a really good, um, like I'd like like DC as a as a company as a comic book franchise. Always gets ding for doing like dark gritty style, yeah. Um, uh, superhero <laughs> movies, Marvel. like compared to Marvel, right? <laughs> uh, Marvel tends to do be a little more comic booky as, yeah. as far as the colors and the and, and the design yes. goes. Yeah, yeah. But I think that like Wonder Woman shows that like not like I still prefer the Marvel way, but I think like you can still do well. With it being like a bit grittier looking, yeah, you can still make a good superhero film. And like Wonder Woman's costume, like, still looks great. It's still clearly red and blue. It still looks really cool and yeah, and very Greek expo- inspired and yeah. like all this stuff. But yeah, it's also really cool that a they didn't get like some busty ass white lady to play her. Oh, totally. Yeah, who just like. The costume is just like totally impractical, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and the whole first probably like half hour, forty five minutes of of the movie when they're on 
the island. Uh, and uh, oh man, I'm totally blanking. I don't. The mascara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're on the island, is just like just like 45 minutes of just like women being badass Fucking cool. as fuck, yeah. and I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, it's very cool. Yeah, it's good, good stuff. So yeah, I love that movie. You're next. Uh, go, 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 go. Me next. Oh. What did I say last? Emily. Um, Emily? Another... Emily? Fr- <laughs> <laughs> Emily? Another uh, movie that I really like. This one is also French, and it's newer. It's called I'm Not an Easy Man. Remember that one that we watched? Oh, yeah. I'm Not an Easy Man. So... It's on Netflix, I think, still. Yes. That's where we watched it, anyways. Yeah. And it's basically about this guy who's, like, super shitty and misogynistic and, like, a total womanizer. Um, And one day... It's kind of, like... It's kind of goofy the way it happens. Oh, it's very like it's very like TV movie fairy tale kind freaky of Friday yeah, style. Yeah. But he's like walking down the street and he's looking at he's like ogling this girl, and he walks into like a telephone pole or like and a like bus a light stop pole, or, something. I think, or something. And lamp post. And then he walks. He wakes up like the next day, and the the roles in society of men and women traditionally are reversed. Mm-hmm. So like. The women sit with their legs open and like, instead of, oh, you motherfucker, it's like, oh, you father fucker. And like, yeah, and they're the ones that like go to strip clubs and like are at work all day kind of a thing. Yeah. And and like men are the ones that like get waxed over their whole bodies and like, oh, like just do it. Like your wife will love it. Like it doesn't matter if it hurts or not. Yeah. Yeah um and it's really fucking good it's really good because like at first i think like the first portion of the film is like quite funny like it's just like interesting it's just kind of like haha you're in this opposite world now and you got to deal with it and uh, but then it gets like really deep like later in the film yeah yeah because like the guy who's now in this like more female position uh stereotypically female position in this like new reverse world it's like trying to convince this like woman he's in love with that like he comes from a place where the roles are reversed mm-hmm. and like it's just, yeah it gets quite like almost like f- a fantasy romance kind of a thing it gets very interesting <laughs> but the attention to detail in that movie is oh, crazy man. they fucking call out every gender stereotype uh, ever like it's the smallest things it's so it's, good it's amazing like there's like the main female character when the roles switch so she's like this big like ceo or like publisher author or something um she like always wears her shirts open she's always in business clothes and there was one shot and you're like the camera like goes into her office and there's a huge black and white portrait of her behind her and i was like oh man that's like so something yeah. that a guy would have in his office yeah. and she's like drinking a glass of whiskey and like looking out into the window and like some guy comes in he's like ma'am like this person is on the phone and i was like yes yeah amazing. yeah it was very good they, they did such a good job like almost like if you didn't know better the cinematography was like appropriate for almost any other film like in a sense of like gender stereotypes, right? Like, yeah. like if you saw another movie where that was a guy standing at the window in that position with the porch and everything, it would have been like, oh, this is the scene where the guy's in his office. Or like you wouldn't have thought yeah. anything about it. Yeah, exactly. But then with this movie, it was just like, oh my god, I've never noticed how fucking dumb this is. <laughs> like, why the like, fuck? Why do, they do men always get shot like this? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a good movie. Watch it. 
Um, okay, this one, this one is 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 kind of a two movie combo, and it was because I was trying to think of a comedy that was a big deal for me. I have one of those. So the first one, the first movie I thought of was Monty Python's Holy Grail. Oh. Um, but then I have Slash Airplane. And you've never you've never seen the first airplane, right? I have. You have. I watched it with your you dad. You watched it with my dad. Okay. I keep thinking it was Airplane Two that you seen with my dad for some reason. No. But they're very similar movies. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is just like one of the first times I saw a, especially an older comedy film, a British mm-hmm. comedy film, that I was just like on the floor, <laughs> fucking losing it. Like the minute I saw the guy like tapping coconuts, and it took me like three minutes to be like, I don't get it. Oh my god, he's trying to mimic a fucking horse. Oh my god, this is the fucking funniest thing. Um, and like the Knights of Knee and the Ministry of uh, It's Silly just a flesh Walks. wound. And oh my god. Oh man. It's just so good, and it's I can still beautiful. watch it and laugh. And sometimes, like, I remember, like, it took me a long time to actually, like, hear all the jokes. Yeah. Because, like, there's just a joke every fucking second. And sometimes you watch it and you're like, you know, you look away for one second and you miss a joke or whatever. Yeah. So, like, it's only until recently have I really, now I've I've noticed all the jokes <laughs> in that movie. Uh, but same with Airplane. I think Airplane, it's a different kind of humor. It's a lot of very dry stuff and a lot of, a lot more physical humor than Monty Python. But, yeah. um, but those are both two movies that made me really fall in love with comedy stuff and uh, they'll always be my favorites the one thing about airplane that i didn't really like when i was watching it is that um you can tell that the comedy is from the 80s because it's like a lot of like kind of more sexist tone yes but i find that like like, uh, this may be different because i'm a man um but i found that a lot of them were like blatantly like it was like part of the joke was that like the topic was sexist like that's how i read it was that like this person thought this way about this thing because it was sexist and therefore like they were being even more ridiculous than like that's yes. how i kind of get some of the jokes but i can't remember all the jokes from but that like when i was watching it it didn't make me laugh mm, it just enough. made me like oh fair enough like, yeah <laughs> but i think that's uh what the hell's his name He's like guy? the doctor on the plane. I'm totally blanking on his name. Oh, I don't know. He passed away a few years ago. I Leslie. Kel- <sighs> Man, I'm shooting myself. Okay, my turn. Anyways, yeah. So I have also combined movies, oh. except I've combined five. F- five Into movies? one. Just let me, let me list them off. Okay. So I combined Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure... Oh God! With Wayne's World, oh no, Napoleon Dynamite, oh God, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, oh. and Dumb and Dumber. Oh man! <laughs> because I understand why you did that. I, for some reason, Dumb and Dumber doesn't fit in there for me, but I understand what. It's just it's specifically because again, my sisters used to watch them when I was little. Yeah. And they're just, like, so ridiculous and, like, stupid and, like... Well, the premise of all those is, like, dumb protagonists. Yeah. Just people who just, like, don't get it. And they're like, I know what I'll do. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> and they just, like, I don't know. They just make me laugh. It's just funny. No, that's fair. Oh, I just thought of some movies that I totally just didn't think about at all. Like, literally, like, you mentioned Fast Sense Richmond High. Like, just, like, all those... And, like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Breakfast Club, 16 Candles, Weird Dirty Science. Dancing. Okay, yeah. yeah. They're not on my list, but they should have been. They're I'm just gonna say good. that. I'm just gonna put that up there. 
because those are also a very along the same lines as star wars those are just movies that like my parents grew up with so i gotta watch them a lot at home yeah and so they're just like part of my favorite films as well actually funny enough ferris bueller's day off is one of the ones that like i don't care as much for and i think it's because i've seen it the most Mm, that's fair but and it's also ferris uh, it's also i feel like the one out of those group of films that has like the least like amount of like messaging in it yeah like it, it's more it's just about like you know don't take life too seriously kind of a thing but like so i feel like i fun. already was like that so i'm like uh-huh so okay uh, and when 16 candles and breakfast club and all that kind of stuff deal with like all the weird social shit yeah. teenagers deal with uh my next one uh this is the only marvel film i put on here um don't get me wrong i love all the mcu films some of them more than others um some honorable mentions are probably spider-man and the infinity war i think are two of my other really big favorite ones but gardens of the galaxy because that movie was fucking so good um really black panther is not it, it'd be on there too but like i don't know it's not it doesn't beat those three that i just mentioned but gardens of the galaxy i think uh it came in a very specific time that worked out well in my life because at work we were doing a motown show oh and yeah and then guys galaxy came out or was coming around the same time or whatever and like a lot of that playlist is like 70s mm-hmm. and like 60s motown and rock and roll music um but i also just think that like ah, the, just like the spirit in that movie and like the cast is so good mm-hmm. and it was one of the first times where like it like going into an mcu movie i knew nothing about the characters Mm. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy I knew of I knew some stuff from talking to Kelly I think I kind of like had a bit more of aware- awareness of like who Rocket and Groot were before going into the film because yeah. just because of the hype of the film I kind of like saw some more stuff about them yeah. but it was the first time I went to a movie being like I have no idea what to expect or what these characters are like and it was a lot of fun like a lot of fun and one of the first times we hung out is after you bought oh, yeah. all of the figures yeah from the so, guardians of the galaxy so movie. yeah when guardians guys came out they had their like marvel toy line that came out for it and marvel does this thing where like they'll they'll release like a line of six figures i believe and then like each one of those figures comes with a piece for another equal or larger size figures sometimes they'll do like hulk or rhino or something big in this case it was groot yeah and i was like okay i can't buy these figures and then not have groot <laughs> and the and the the t- all the toys in the line some of them didn't make sense so like um obviously it was like star lord rocket gamora uh, gamora drax. and drax but then the other two were nova prime and iron man and for those who don't know, Nova Prime kind of makes sense because, like, he's also a space Marvel dude. Yeah. And uh, the Nova Core is in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy film. So, like, I was like, okay, that one's kind of cool. So I bought him. Um, but then Iron Man, like, kind of didn't really make a lot of sense. And it's not, like, regular Iron Man. It's, like, a different... It's, like, a space-looking Iron Man. Yeah. It's, like, different. But again, for those who don't know, in the comic at the time, Iron Man was actually, like, hanging out with the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. in the comics. Um, so I was like, okay. But, yeah, I bought all six of the figures and then... Uh, one of the first times Julie came over, we opened them all up and built group. And you were really nervous. I was so nervous. I've never ex- shared that much of a fucking nerdy experience with a significant other. <laughs> and I was very, very nervous, but it was a lot of fun. I thought it was really cute. Uh, anyways, you're next. The Hello. Magic Flute. The Magic Flute. I have no idea what that is. It's an animated movie from, I think, the 90s. And I literally don't know what it's about. Oh, sick. But it's, like, my favorite movie ever. 
When was the last time you saw it? Probably 16 years ago. Wow. Okay. Um, it was before we moved to New West. So I had to be at the oldest when I watched it. Six. Um, it's so all of the music in it is Mozart, from Mozart's The Magic Flute. Mm, okay. Yeah. And it, I think it's about this guy who has to play a magic flute to either wake a dragon up or make a dragon sleep. <laughs> and I loved it when I was little. I would like watch it nonstop. And I remember I didn't know it was a VCR and I didn't know which way to put the VCR in the machine. I kept messing VHS it up. in the VCR. Yeah. Oh my God. The machine's called the VCR and the, the tape VHS. is called the VHS. I didn't know how to put the VHS in the VCR. And my mom, there was this, my mom put a little purple sticker on it. <laughs> so she's like, if you can see the sticker and it's the right way up, then push the into the VHS in. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay, mom. Like a little kid. That's awesome. So. Very cool. It's not, I, yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time and I probably won't remember anything about it, but I loved it. <laughs> oh my God. It's beautiful. Um, Here you go. Is that a movie you'd want to get for your kids at some point in the future? Probably. Yeah, fair enough. It's also like the soundtrack is cool because it's Mozart. So. Well, then you could use that whole, like, um, uh, theory where like if you expose your kids to complicated music more likely they're going to uh, get perfect pitch oh so I don't have perfect pitch no I know you don't but that would be the intent with your kids yes that's what I'm saying yeah did you know that did you did you know about that I did yeah, yeah. I watched a very cool YouTube video about it um okay yeah. your favorite movie go my next favorite movie uh School of Rock Hell yeah, boy. Because Jack Black is a beautiful man, and School of Rock is essentially what I do for a living now. So, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, and it's beautiful. It's I just think it's such a lovely film. I had the bass crash on the guitar player. Oh my god. Zach. Uh, Zach Attack. I wanted to kiss him on the mouth. That's so weird. He's like 10. No, um, I wanted. Yeah, uh huh. Yep. Yeah. When I was also small. Uh, yeah, it's a great movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, those who don't know, it's about Jack Black teaching a bunch of kids in like a stuck-up private school how to rock out. It's fucking rock great. Uh, and like, I feel like a bunch of music programs then grew because of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> like the program I work for, a bunch of programs in the States and other parts of the country, like they probably yeah. became a thing because of the movie School of Rock. Yeah. Yours, go. Uh, a Monster in Paris. It's a new movie. Half of these fucking films I've never heard of before. I don't know. It's <sighs> animated. Is this one also French? Well, no. Emily. Emily. Monster in Paris. Monster in Paris. It's animated, like cartoon? or. Yeah, like kind of like Disney style, but I don't think it's Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cute. It's kind of like Phantom of the Opera, but for kids, it's about like this monster and... Would you say like Phantom of the Opera or like Hunchback of Notre Dame? I don't know because I haven't seen either. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. 
but it's cute and it's a happy ending and the animation style is cool very cool you've never seen hunchback of notre dame and i've never seen the other one the mask one Phantom of the Opera you know, I've yeah. never seen Phantom of the Opera I, get, I know like the gist of Phantom I of know Opera, the but... gist and I've I've played the music from it but Hunchback Notre Dame like has a Disney film yeah I've never yeah, seen okay. Kelly I've no seen not Kelly it. Alex and Sam watched it the other day mm-hmm. and Alex had never seen it before and yeah you need yeah it's great it's fantastic yeah I think he always kind of scared me when I was little that's fair that's totally so, fair. And if you watch the beginning of the film, the beginning of the film is specifically very scary. And, like, the, they're gargoyles, right, too, at the beginning? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, it's all about, like, that, yeah, that very, like, gothic France yes. vibe. So it can be very kind of scary. Okay, go! My next one! Um, I kind of threw this one on here just because it's, like, it's a movie I've seen recently that I very liked, but I don't have you a very, very specific... I very liked. I don't have a very specific reason as to why. Um, Ex Machina? Ex Machina? No, I think it's, I think this one's Ex Machina, uh, with Oscar Isaac and Donald Gleason and. No, it's Machina. Are you sure? Yeah, because you freaking got mad at me when I called it Machina. No, I think I was wrong. I think it is Machina. Well, because like there's Ex Machina, like the concept, but then there's like this is Ex Machina because the whole point is about. Anyways, it's a movie that's really good. It's about uh, artificial intelligence. It's about artificial intelligence. And without spoiling a lot, there's a couple of pretty big twists in the movie. Uh, but essentially what happens is Domino Gleason plays like this. He works for like a Google-like company, like yeah. just like this big like software company. And um, he I guess like the the CEO or whatever is like working on this like really fancy AI that he's now put in like to an android body, this very human like android body. Yeah. And Donald Gleason's character as an employee gets like chosen to come help like test this AI. And he gets invited to the CEO's home, which is in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. It's like a super fancy like high tech mansion thing in the middle of the fucking woods. Mm-hmm. Um and he helps develop this AI by like essentially the CEO is like I want Someone other than me here, who's like an expert at, at their at their craft, their career, or whatever. Yeah. Tell me with this, uh, but like it's a very emotional and dramatic film, um, and mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac and Donald Gleason, I think, are great. I'm totally blanking on the girl's name that does. I think it's Emily. No. No, it's um. <sighs> Wait, I have it. Look it up because I want to give her credit. Do you got it? Do you got it? Emily Blunt's who's doing Mary Poppins, right? That's Emily Blunt. Yeah, it's not Emily yes. Blunt. I always get these two girls mixed up because they have a very Alicia similar Alicia Vikander. Yeah. She's her. like from Europe. She's from Somewhere. Europe, yeah. <laughs> England? <laughs> she's not from she's not I English. know, I'm being funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a really good film. Um, and uh, it, it does a lot of those things that like a lot of other AI-style films talk about, like the, the concept of creationism and like you know what, what makes the, a what human the, human yeah what are the morals of like of us like creating an ai and like mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff uh but yeah it's a lot of fun okay my next movie is mamma mia mamma mia mamma mia you just like is it fun yeah it's just fun it's summery it's music abba is good that's ABBA all it's good abba is good are you excited for the sequel it also has meryl streep in it who whom I love. Yes, I am excited for this. Can you go see it with my sister? Well, I can't watch it with you. I I mean, 
you can if you want, but like I don't care as much. <laughs> okay, what's I'm your sorry. next movie? <laughs> uh, my next movie is King's Speech. Oh, which I think is a really fun movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, super fun. I think I put King's Speech in here because like not only is it a fantastic film, uh, fantastic but four. I do enjoy movies that have a. Uh, connection to history like i like seeing retellings of historic events in yeah. movie form um i also really really like the world war ii era but like i don't always care for like the the military part of it like i just care about like what the world was like yeah i feel like that. you really like the like aesthetic of that time and it's not even the aesthetic it's just like i really like just like the like the political and like the lifestyle of people during that time as opposed to like oh, the yeah. actual conflict of the war like yeah. i haven't seen it but like movies like saving private ryan and things like that like i really like i'm sure i'd really enjoy those movies but like i think it's really cool to see like what the life was like for other people during that time and having to deal with this conflict going on and things like yeah. that like i always yeah. enjoy seeing like the other side of the war i guess mm -hmm. is kind of what i'm saying uh but yeah but also king speech like that specifically um i didn't know a lot about um king i'm totally making on his name right now the guy who the movie's about that call uh, first place george king george the fifth i think anyways um i didn't really know a lot about him like i didn't know that that was like a thing um like his speech was even like a thing then mm -hmm. and that like and then i was like hey i have heard that famous speech he does well yeah it's, it's a lot of fun i really like the movie go my next one is the grand budapest hotel oh, damn it i don't have any andy or not andy warhol any uh any uh what's his face uh wes anderson films on here um it's it's just visually very pleasing to watch and it's also just a cool movie mm -hmm. uh that's it i feel the same way actually now that i think about it this is what sean was actually talking about earlier the other day i feel the same way about wes anderson films as i do studio ghibli films Mm. it's the same like kind of like Wes Anderson's really good at like making the mundane like seem like really like fun or colorful or yeah. whatever right um I think that's really good his movies are always very quirky as well yeah. they're always very fun uh my next one is Transformers yeah um this is a <laughs> <laughs> this movie is a little bit such a fucking <laughs> this movie is a little bit biased oh for God. me um simply because i love transformers i grew up with transformers and then when i found out it was becoming a movie i had you flipped your I, shit yeah, i fucking you had a bunch of cartwheels in my living room everywhere. and i've never done gymnastics in my life um <laughs> yeah and this movie i kid you not i've watched it like 20 times in one day if that's even possible that's I watched it like 15 times in one day. That's gross. Because when it came out on DVD, I was sick at home. And I was like, hey, dad. Were you, you sick or were you sick? I was sick. Um, and yeah, I, I was like, convincing. hey, dad, like when you go out to get groceries or whatever, can you like go buy a Transformers DVD? And he was like, we'll see. And then he came home with it. And I just <laughs> for the next two days or whatever that I was sick at home, it was just on repeat. 
just I playing over and over again. I would never be able to do that. Did you ever know, like, with DVDs where, like, if you, like, play the movie and then the movie ends and it goes back to the menu and if it sits for too long, it starts playing the movie again? Yeah. That's such a what happened. It's, I was, like, because I was sick, I was just, like, in and out of sleep, so the movie would just, like, stop and then, like, it would start playing again and then, uh, yeah, I just watched it over and over again. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Visually, it's a great movie. It's a great action movie. Uh, acting is, uh, well, well, we'll talk about that another time. Um, your next movie, yeah. That's it. That's the end. That's what? However. Oh, wait, what? What? No. Yeah? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, One, nine. I only did two, nine. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, shoot. You didn't have ten movies. It's because I, <gasps> it's because I combined all five. <sighs> You fool. Uh, okay, I'm going to think of one really, really fast and on the spot. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how fast Julie thinks. <laughs> Emily? 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 What are you doing, buddy? Um... I can just do my number 10. You don't have to do um, a 10. Um, um... No, I have to. Okay. I have to. Hmm. You want me to do my number 10 and then you can come okay, back yeah, to your sure, 10? Okay, yeah, you go. Okay, so my number 10 is the movie I haven't watched in a very long time, Fanboys. I've never seen that, but it looks kind of gross. I don't know why. Kind of gross. Why does it look gross? Because fanboys are gross. Do you even know what fanboys is about? No. You're so rude. <laughs> really? Okay. So fanboys is a film that came out in, I want to say like 2010, 2009. Um, and essentially it's a movie about a group of like best, like childhood, childhood best friends who are now in their like late 20s early 30s with like mm-hmm. careers and all this kind of stuff and they're like the biggest star wars nerds ever <laughs> and the movie takes place in 1999 i think yeah um and the whole idea is that like episode one is coming out like episode one the phantom menace okay yeah and the concept is that these group of friends um there's four of them and one of them has kind of like moved on and like works at his dad's like car sales yeah uh, business or whatever used car sales business yeah. um, but then one of the other three um, has just been diagnosed with like cancer and like he's only got so long to live okay. and so essentially the four of them agreed to go break into Lucas Ranch George Lucas's home to like see episode one like to break in oh and like see episode one before it actually comes out and so uh, it's this hilarious story. It's got uh, Kirsten Bell in it. It's mm-hmm. got Jay. I can't remember what his name is. He's in a lot of Seth Rogen films. He's that oh, really tall, Canadian skinny guy. Canadian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's the other actors in there. I've been to some other stuff too, but I'm blanking on their name. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's like full of Star Wars references and jokes. Um, there's like this whole scene where they like because it was also around the era where like internet is like new they like online dating is like a big joke in that where like jay's character is like flirting with this girl in some online chat room and then they meet her and she's actually like this like 10 year old girl and like there's this whole scene and like oh it's really fun um one of the characters name is hutch and he he refers to his van as like the millennium falcon and he has like that big mural 
uh, from A New Hope, like, painted on the side, like, with Luke Skywalker, like, holding the lightsaber up, like, Excalibur with, like, yeah. Lane, and he's got that all there. He has, like, nitrous built into the van that they refer to as, like, uh, as light speed, and, like, yeah. oh, it's so good. Um, and, yeah, it's just, it's just a, it's just a really fun film, and, uh, if you get a chance, I would watch it, because it's really just, like, a, a, a warm-hearted, fun, like, bro movie. Okay. My last one is The Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Wow. Okay. Because I also watched that one when I was really little a lot. And I like him. You like him? Yeah. Yeah, you like that that big that big irony boy? Yeah. How sweet he is? Yeah. He's a real sweet boy. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we both have our movies that everyone really likes and like we don't really care for. Yeah. What's yours? The never-ending story. Never-ending story. Okay. Interesting. Because when I was 10, we watched it in daycare. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it made me feel very, very strange. <laughs> it, like, made my stomach clench up a lot. And I also really didn't like it when the horse got left in the mud. So there's a lot of those old, I feel like you just have a fucking thing with puppets, man. You hate puppets. They're so creepy. Like, do you feel the same way about like the dark crystal or like, I've never seen it, but it looks weird. Or, um, I'm going to lie. Oh, uh, what's someone with David Bowie? Uh, Oh, labyrinth? labyrinth. Love labyrinth. What? Yeah. Yeah. But that I one I would categorize as even creepier than a running story. However, labyrinth, mostly I love it because of the music. That's fair. And David Bowie. And David Bowie. But the never-ending story is just like regular mu- movie music. Yeah. And it's just like the dragon is creepy. The part at the end with like the queen and the king and they're like ghosts or so. I don't <laughs> fucking know. It's just weird. And then they have to go. And the whole time is like miserable. And the horse freaking dies. And I don't like it. <laughs> Oh man. Um Interesting. Okay. I get that. I totally get that. Never ending story, I don't think I've seen I don't remember ever seeing the movie in full. I'm very aware of what that movie is and like all the characters and everything, but like I was very young when I probably saw it the first time. Um But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I might also be in that boat. Like I, I don't like I don't swear by that movie by any means, but I know I, I know so many it. people who are like, What? Is the best movie in all world. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because I also don't like I E T. Mm, yeah, you really just don't like the the prop no, characters. No. You don't. Yeah, interesting. Okay, okay, okay. Explains a lot. Explains a lot. Um, mine, and I feel like most of the movies from this director, I've never really cared too much about. Okay. Uh, my movie is Pulp Fiction. I knew you were going to say that. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh, I've like never mentioned this before. I don't know because it's the, the thing you said about the director. Oh, okay. I was like, it has to be him. What's his name? Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. I yeah. like Pulp Fiction. What? I like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, like, I think there are parts and scenes that I like from Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think part of that is because a lot of them are very famous scenes in 
cinema now. Like Pulp Fiction yeah. is such a well-known film, and like so many yeah. of its scenes are so famous for for certain parts. But I think just like the movie as a whole, like as a piece of art, and like how it's presented mm-hmm. to you, how you're like you cut back and forth to these like different characters in like weird orders and like eventually they all kind of like twist together and all yeah. it just like and then like that kind of genre of film as well that kind of like cr- weird crime world with like people who have very like questionable lifestyles and things like that I've never really cared for either oh, love it uh, yeah I just like and again it's one of those uh, like I get why people like the movie <laughs> But I think, like, at the end of the day, like, I can I can still watch it and be like, okay, cool. Like, that was fun. Yeah. But I just, like, don't really care for the for the hype and, like, the nostalgia that feeds off Pulp Fiction. Like, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. The only movie that I've seen from Quentin Tarantino where, like, I came out of it and I was like, damn, that was, like, a lot of fun. I think it was action-packed. I think it was funny. Um, is Django Unchained. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's so good. I need to see it. Because that actually has, like, a... There's a story going on, and you just follow one character. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like I've never seen Kill Bill. Me neither. But like, I feel like I feel like I wouldn't care for Kill Bill for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know. That's fair. But yeah, I just think that most of Quentin Tarantino's films uh, don't always appeal to <laughs> uh... me. I like Inglorious Bastards. That movie I quite like. Mm. But again, that might be because it's World War Two, and so I was kind of like, "Oh, that's fun." Yeah. But yeah, but Pulp Fiction more than any of his other films, I'm just kind of like, eh. It's it comes it's gross. Like that's what that aesthetic feels to me. Like the, all those like people and that like lifestyle. I'm just like, yeah. I don't like movies that make me feel gross. I hate I hate that. And not in like a not in like a oh my god, there's a lot of blood and shit. So and just like you would not life like choices you would not make. like train spotting then or train spotters or whatever. Maybe. No. No. Maybe we'll see. Because I feel like I would, but it it made because the train spotters that's like the focus of the film. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Right when like in Pulp Fiction, it's like you're following what these characters are doing, but they're also people who like are in this kind of, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Okay. Well, um, another honorable mention that I have is Rocky Horror Picture Show, mm. which is mm. just like a lot of fun. And I haven't seen that ridiculous. in a really long time, but I need to watch that movie again. We need to go to like the Rio theater and go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think I have any of the honorable mentions. Um, I think you and I were both trying to avoid like any like large. Yeah, like obviously universes. we both like Lord of the Rings and like. I don't think it's that obvious. Like I don't really care for the Harry Potter. I almost instead of Pulp Fiction, I almost put Harry Potter. I would have been so sad. <laughs> like none of you guys like Harry Potter. I think it's really cool. <laughs> Yeah. But I just but I didn't because I realized that there are a, like a large majority of those films that I do really enjoy watching. Um but yeah, I still mentioned Star Wars, I still mentioned some MCU films, 
but I know that you were trying to avoid Star Wars MCU films, all that kind of stuff. Um, because we'll probably do a whole episode, other episode just talking about fucking movie universes. We'll probably do a sci-fi. A sci-fi one? Yeah. Oh, okay. So like right. Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica. Star Wars. The other ones. The other ones, yeah. yeah. Firefly. Oh, oh. <laughs> I could talk forever about Firefly. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. I gotta watch that show again. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, that was those were our favorite movies. Um, I realized that like you and I barely mentioned. We did mention a little bit, but we barely mentioned music <laughs> within the movies at all. Like we're just like, which is fair. I like movies that's for movies. That's a different. It is a different that's topic. A different topic. But I'm surprised that you, either of us, like went like. I also like this. You did a couple times, but yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Speak for oh, yourself. Right. Okay. We. Um. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> what uh yeah so uh yeah and we gotta figure out our endings so... I know. um <laughs> i like to mention a a possible new segment in the future what is it so uh we're looking at wanting to uh feature artists on the program uh specifically probably music artists um, I think we'd love to feature local talent if possible, uh, but we just want to start like spreading the love for uh, you guys, for the, for people doing art things. For our musical um, friends. I mean, I'd love to hear friends. from people doing literally anything, but I think we will be focusing more on music. Um, yeah. We'd love to share an artist, share like a 30 second clip of your song on here. Um, and do that kind of stuff and uh yeah so again feel free to contact us uh where can you find us on instagram at yes and no pod on twitter at yes and no pod by email yes and no pod at gmail.com on our website www.yesandnopod.com beautiful fantastic uh, yeah, you can subscribe to our newsletter on our website. That's um, all, bitch. And then <laughs> you can also, uh, you can also, yeah, you can send us an email or a message through our website as well. Uh, but yeah, follow us wherever you want. Uh, you're obviously found us somewhere to listen to this podcast. But you can subscribe us on basically any platform that you'd like. If you have a platform for audio stuff that you prefer to use, especially when you're on the go, um, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, or Google Podcast specifically. Um, Pocket Cast, whatever you can go there and you can find us because we're there. All right, I think that's that's our episode. Is that the episode? Are we done? Yeah. Are we done? We need to learn how to say Are we done? bye. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening to the Arsenal Podcast. I've been Brandon Lewis. Thanks for talking about our movies with us. I'm Julie. Bye. Bye. <laughs> We gotta end it.